Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every hundred days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Kimberly, you have the best driver husband in uh, in all of Italy. Murgatroyd, welcome to the show. Are you saying that your skills literally driving a car mm-hmm. are the best? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we rented a car yesterday. I'm pretty sure we're getting a bill for like $10,000 after our off-roading through Tuscany. So we were on our way to an, the Antonori Winery and my... Uh, GPS decided to take us off roading through the... Like, I think they were trying to bring us into the actual vineyard of the Antonori Winery and not necessarily to the front gate. What do you think? Well, you know, I don't think any of that matters. I think what does matter is that your deft, skilled husband who has far superior driving skills than, I don't know, people like Mario Andretti, for example just got you through that in such a safe and beautiful way that I just think you have a lot to be grateful for um, simply being married to me. I mean, if you just think about that. I don't even have words for this. Like, I thought we were going to get a divorce in the middle of the vineyard yesterday <laughs> going through it. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk it's about. not what we're here to talk about. We are here to talk about some fucking shit. So... <laughs> I love it. All right. So the, let me set this up. The other day, I was doing some podcast research, kind of just checking out our various, I don't know, what do you call them? Like where you put the podcast, like Spotify, Apple uh, pla- channels, uh, platforms? Pl- platforms, okay, gra- good. grandma. <laughs> okay. And I came across a review that was posted and you know, we have mostly five-star reviews and then there's like the one random person that thinks we hate America or whatever. I, I Whatever. 
But I came across a review that I'm sure the reviewer is listening right now. I don't have your name. I wish I did. By the way, I think all reviews, man, it should be mandatory that you get the person's name and phone number. Well, listen, what, you, what, you, what you're going to get is you're going to get Camaro Girl 919 I know, that but, has two followers. And no, 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 no. But that's not it. A picture I, I, of their cat. I know. Sorry. But I, no, I want their actual name and number so we can have a conversation. But anyway, so I came across this review. And I just think it's a really fun review that we're actually going to do an entire podcast on today. So this review, I'm going to read it to you. And I haven't actually read the review to Rob yet. I did preface with him. I wasn't going to. I was going to just, you know, blindside him with this and see what came out. But then I realized we should probably have a conversation about it first because we are going to have two entirely different takes on this review. Rob is going to be more willing to say, if you don't like me, don't listen. Get out of my car, Alice Shalene Johnson. And I am more likely to want to have a conversation about it and I can see through it. So, Or, um, or rumble. Or rumble. You're more likely to rumble than me. Rumble? Yeah. You think I'm going to take someone to the mat on this? I think you're much more rumbler than I am. I am, but not on this. All right, let's get to it. So it, let's start with, it's a four-star review. Okay, so we still got four stars out of it. Here's the review. And Rob, let me get through the whole review as best as you can. Do we need to shut your mic off? I was just about to say, you're going to have to turn my <laughs> mic off. All right. What is with the bad words? I love the show and I've been listening for a couple of years, but I'm getting tired of this wearing. I recommended the show to a few friends and they all complained about the same thing and couldn't get into it because of that. I don't believe professional people talk in this ma- talks in this manner. Hmm, typo. I work for a Fortune 500 company and I have never heard my CEO or higher management expressing themselves in this way. Do you like the voice I'm giving to this? I am assuming your type of audience are professionals. I'm not sure who you are trying to attract with this language. This is the only reason I'm giving it four stars. And I am so excited that you moved to Italy and can't wait to hear all about it. Don't say anything, okay? Just sit in it. Hold on. This is so fun for me because I'm like watching his face. This is the one day I wish we had a video podcast. I want to go kind of subject by subject here because I want to break it down. This is not going to be... I am allowed to have a reaction to what you just said. You can't have me just sit here, have no reaction, (laughs) like I'm in some kind of like Game of Thrones torture chamber, and then you're just going to give me what you want and then get reactions. This is not how it works. I'm a a human being. I have rights. (laughs) You are and you do. But hold on. What I, what, first of all, thank you for taking the time and writing a review and What I think is great about it is when someone puts something out publicly, we have no way to respond to a review online. It's not like Yelp where you get to respond to the reviewer. Like we literally have no way to respond except this platform. So I want to respond and we're going to, I can tell you right now, we're going to have different takes on it, but at the end, we're going to come together. So it's going to be cohesive. I can feel it. So, okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Robert. First, first, uh, first impression, Rose. Okay, but you can't interrupt me. Okay. So there's two roads I want to go down. Road number one that I want to go down is, lady, go fuck yourself. Like, if you don't like the show, there's 700,000 fucking podcasts to listen to. Don't pick mine with all the fucking cursing, okay? Don't take your... Hold on. 
You're going to have to sit there. I listen to you and now you're going to have to listen to me. <laughs> Don't take the time to give me your impression about the words I use and or don't use. Number one. Number two, I could give a fuck if you are a fortune. I see, I see that. Uh, you can't interrupt. Hold on. You I see where this is going. No, no, no. But here. Then, then you're, you're interrupting. Okay, no, no, okay no, no, then no. you go. Okay. That's not what I want. I need to. I need to. I want to take this section by section. Okay. Because. You're not allowing me to answer. I, you're going to get time. You're going to get time. I asked for time now. You gave me no. time on the clock and you I, took it away. I'm I knew all- you were. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the time on the clock. Hold on. I want to organize. I want to organize this, okay? Because I, let's... Per, judge, permission to treat the witness as hostile? Let's for... I, here, here. I, I'm okay with... We, we can go back and forth on this, but I really want to provide a little bit of value and not just... I am. No, you're not. You're not letting me. You're not providing any value because I want... Let's just go through this in chunks, okay? Let's take the first half of it. In general, okay, the the swearing, the not wanting, the swearing, and let's let's pack that in with who are you trying to attract with this audience? Okay, first of all, there's this word that people throw out all the time. It's called authenticity. I want you to be authentic. I'm tired of seeing things that are filtered and all of the things. I want authenticity. So whoever is uh, whoever wrote this. Here's what I would love to know. Do you value authenticity? Do you value people being an authentic version of themselves? Because for me, when you use when you say something like filter, okay? When you see photos on Facebook where like the person obviously took it to Facetune 10,000, right? And it's filtered. The word filter means to get rid of parts of it, right? So for us to filter our conversation and say, oh, I can't say an F-bomb or, oh, I can't say that word or ah, I can't do that. That's, that is making us think. We don't like to think. That's making us think and having to literally filter ourselves because someone doesn't like it. That would be us not being authentic. And so my, my question in this, what I don't want to do here, Robin, the reason I'm cutting you off is because what I don't want to do is make this a, a an attack on the person that wrote it. I want to have a real conversation about it because if one person feels that way and was willing to write a review, other people might feel that way too. But I want to, I want to, I want to question back and say, everybody is so talking about, oh my God, I want to see all this authenticity and I, I don't want to see the filter. But then when you're authentic, they're like, oh, don't do that. That's my point. So can you speak to that point first on the overall, the, the, the swearing in general, okay? Tell me why, because we don't know if she's talking about Friday or your interviews. So for you, what would it do if you brought a guest on and prior to the interview said, I'm sorry, you can't use any swears here? Like how would that how would that shift things? Well, my perspective is that she's likely re- referring to Friday date because I don't curse a lot in the long form interviews um, because the, you're asking the, questions. <laughs> I'm asking questions, and the long form interviews are not about me. They're about they're about the guests. So I try and make sure that the bulk of the conversation comes from them, so so that it becomes teaching moments. But how many times but do I, your guests I, say, "Can I curse here"? Yeah, so that that's what just what what I was about to say. So typically, what'll happen is a guest will want to express themselves, and they will say, "Is it like is, is swearing allowed on this?" And I was like, "And I'm usually like, 
uh, say whatever the fuck you want. You know, I'll joke with them. And then it makes them feel comfortable. So they will. And to speak to your point about authenticity, we are a product of our environment. If I grew up as the Queen of England's child, chances are I would be speaking quite differently than I speak as the son of a truck driver from a Queen's apartment, okay? (laughs) So we are a product of our environment. I am a scrappy kid from Queen's. And if you've ever watched Goodfellas, The Bronx Tale, or Godfather, chances are you probably heard a lot of fucking cursing, okay? That is my environment. So if you want me to be me, then allow me to be me and don't try and put a muzzle on it so that I can be who you want me to be and put me in the box of this Fortune 400, 100 category because you believe that I am trying to speak to professional people. I'm not. I'm trying to speak to fucking normal people. I'm trying to speak to somebody who says what he's saying is resonating with me. Who he is, is resonating with me. Not because I am sugarcoating it or packaging it in such a way that it can be delivered on a silver platter so that you can refer it to your professional friends. I could give a fuck if you want to refer it to your professional friends. No, but here's the thing. Okay, so... Don't refer it. So, no, let's not go to... There's an an explicit rating on the podcast. (laughs) Like, what the fuck else do you want to know? that's That's like saying, I'm watching a rated X movie and there's sex. It's X. It's an X movie. You put the porno in the machine. You put the you you you. you it's a triple X. Okay, like, but hold you're on. Gonna, like, okay, but but here's the thing. So it was. Uh, we're going to talk about the Fortune 500 portion of this and the professional aspect of it in a second. But for this, here's what I want to say about with the authenticity and who are you trying to attract? What audience do you think you're going to attract with this foul language? Do me a favor and Google who the number one podcast host is right now. What's the number one show? The Joe Rogan Experience. He's literally high, drunk, and swearing through the whole thing. That's him. That's who he is. Here's the beautiful thing about Rob (laughs) and I. Why does Joe Rogan not have this? He probably does. He probably does. Here's the beautiful thing about you and I, Rob. We are not doing, we didn't do a focus group to determine what our brand should be and what people want to hear and how we should act. I hate being shitted on. How we should act in order to attract the right person into our whatever, into our funnel, right? Like that's the world, by the way, of corporate America. So I can tell that this person works in corporate America because the entire thing of corporate America is about your image, it's about, I mean, look, every single person that works in corporate America, you walk in in a, in a suit and a tie and there's a dress code and now everybody looks the same because you have to fit into the box. You have to fit into the image. The jokes about we're going to run this up the flagpole and let me circle back on that later. Like corporate America has their own lingo in their own box. Corporate America loves to put people into a box. And by the way, We happen to run this event called Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind Experiences with all the CEOs (laughs) and the upper management people and the the startups. I promise you, they they use foul language. We've heard it. They could give a fuck about it. They could care less. By the way, I'm intentionally trying to up-level the Fs. I know, but don't. It's fine. So the thing with 
with the corporate amount, like I can tell this was written from a corporate perspective because you have to fit into the corporate box. We're, we're, we didn't do a focus group on this. Rob and I get a microphone whenever we can ask our daughter to be quiet for an hour so we can record, and we are who we are. So my, I'm, I'm my, gonna my point, I'm gonna play again with you. But hold on. My point of pushing this envelope is because people... It bothers me that I see people throw up quotes and talk about authenticity and talk about do you and don't let anyone, you know, dull your sparkle or should on you or whatever. But then they write some shit like this that's like, oh, I really wish you wouldn't do that. Right. Well, but guess what? You can't have it both ways. You can't say, I love you guys. I love who you are. But if you wouldn't mind not talking about this subject, if you wouldn't mind not using those words, which by the way, when I was growing up 150 years ago, you couldn't say shit on TV. That word could not be said on TV. Now I am blown away by the words that actually can be expressed on TV because words change and what are swears. So I did a little research just to kind of go into this. And fun fact, Joe Rogan actually did an incredible podcast with Dr. Andrew Weil. If you don't know who he is, he created the anti-inflammatory diet. He kind of reworked the food pyramid. He is a natural, holistic-minded guy. But they did an entire podcast on the science behind swearing. And I wanted to give a couple of points. And Rob, I know you can provide some color (laughs) on this too. But keep in mind that why do people use swear words or vulgar words, right? They use it to emphasize a point. They use it to release and and show emotion. It's like an adjective, right? It shows emotion around a subject. Like we're not just sitting here dropping bombs left and right, like a couple of sailors that can't keep it together. Like we will only use it in passionate sentences or when Rob is trying to actually provoke the person that wrote this, We, which is another form of emotion. It, it provides emotion and urgency. There is pain relief. All right, so this person, whoever you are, are you a parent? Okay, do you have kids? Do your kids have Legos? If you get up in the middle of the night to go pee and you step on a fucking Lego, what word comes out of your mouth? Jiminy crickets? Oh crap, I stepped on a Lego. I promise you, if you've ever stepped on a damn Lego before, the first word that comes out of your mouth is not gonna be a good one. It's gonna be begin with an F or an S. It's one or the other, right? That has been scientifically proven to reduce pain. Swearing has been scientifically proven to reduce pain response, to relieve stress, and to show extra emotion and to get it out. So they've actually done studies that show that people that swear are, number one, more honest. Why? Because if whoever wrote this post were to step on a Lego and say an F word or an S word, She's being honest in that moment. But if you stick her a microphone in front of her or put her into the duck suit that she's got to go to work in, then all of a sudden she becomes filtered and authenticity dissipates and you're not honest anymore, right? Filtering yourself is not an honest representation of who you are because if you step on the goddamn Lego, who you are is coming out. And if you say Jiminy Cricket's good for you, then you're obviously from the Midwest, (laughs) somewhere deep in the Midwest. But it's like, that there is actual science behind swearing and swearing through the years has changed. And so there's a lot of other things to evaluate here. And Tony Robbins says, what Rob, about swearing? What is his phrase about swearing that we say all the time? 
All right, you're going to have to let me catch up. No, can you, can you gonna, just say gonna, that real quick? I'm going to answer, Give but it. you're going to have to let me I will. catch up. I will. If, you're, if your box is so small you can't that you can't handle a curse, you need to get a bigger box. Exactly. Thank you. Now, go ahead. I, I shall shut my mic off. All right. So I, I want you to come into my common sense corner. I want you me to- Me or the author of the- Anybody who's willing to listen to me. Okay. If you look at people that are in the space that is really making a difference in the world of change, let's just let's just name a few people. If well, you know, Kim, I'm gonna play a little game with you. If okay. I said to Tony Robbins, if I if Tony Robbins got that letter, and if anybody had be, has been to a Tony <laughs> Robbins event, if Tony Robbins got that letter on his cursing, which I'm sure he has, what do you think he would say? Uh, I'm using fucking words for a reason. Okay. If Gary V, who is one of the most influential people out there right now, anybody could... There's and a no, CEO there, there, of a company. There's nobody that is going to argue whether or not Gary V is making an impact on the socials. Okay, uh, On the socials, and not business. to mention his companies, his business, everything else. Okay. Mm-hmm. What would Gary V say if he got that letter? Uh, fuck you. Okay. And what would Joe Rogan say if he got that letter? Uh, fuck you. What would Howard Stern say if he got that letter? I think we see the theme here. Okay. So every, I just named, I don't know, five, six people. All of those people are people that- You can go through Donnie Deutsch who drops bombs all the time and I didn't even, massive I, I, He was on my list. I didn't mention him because he's not as popular as, as the others. Well, the he others, sold his company for a half a billion dollars and is one of the leaders in marketing and advertising. So there's yeah. no There's no question about it, but he's, he's I, want, I didn't want to have like, you know, a name that people didn't yeah. know. I wanted to have a name that I know everybody listening to the show knows, they can Google it. knows who they are, right? Okay. So now you've got, you've got all of these people that are- Highly influential. That are highly influential. Here's the thing. The reason why I take such a stand about this, if Howard Stern, let's use Howard because he's been around the longest and I think there's nobody on the planet that doesn't know him. You could say, I think he is, you know, it's like he spends his life doing like college humor and dick jokes and I, I can't stand the guy. But you cannot, you cannot argue that he has been around for a thousand years and highly, highly successful. If he had a letter like that and he decided, oh God, I want to get higher ratings. I want, I really want to have my podcast, my radio show shared with Fortune 400 company people. So I'm going to change who I am. Every single thing about that show would be different because he is not himself. So if I don't push back and say, go fuck yourself, lady, I am going to change. I'm going to be something different. And what you're going to get when you listen to me is a filtered, different person. And the entire show changes. Everything about me. So don't tell me to change who I am. Don't tell me to change the words that I'm using. Because do you know what the curse word was in the late 1800s? I watched a a television show. Uh, CBS Sunday morning, Google CBS Sunday morning and cursing. And they did a piece on the cur- what curse words were through the years. If you said the word in the late 1800s, Jiminy Crickets, it was a big fucking deal. Like it was basically as big as saying the F word. Curses have evolved over the years. And right now the word shit is not that big a deal, right? But it was a huge deal, you know, 40 years ago. 
The point is that you cannot governor or change who somebody is because you have a box that you want to put somebody in. Go listen to another show. You're good now? You feel good about that? Until you rub me up again. <laughs> okay. So I think that, you know, the reason why I really wanted to spend time on this today is not to fillet whoever. I, I take, I, I don't have a go fuck yourself approach to this because I'm like, you know what? She's entitled to her opinion. My big, and by the way, we completely made this a female. You, you know that, right? Like oh, we that's completely made this why a female. Why did we make her a woman? I don't know. I just sort of feel like... A, a dude would never write I that. I just sort of feel A fucking like. dude would never, ever... And let me tell you, it, you're really going to be pissed at me now. If a dude actually wrote that, I'm not quite so sure he should have his dude card. That's not kind. It's not kind, but it's not, it is not the most masculine thing to do. No. Okay. Let's... Oh my God, he's cursing. Oh my God. Let's please not go into that. I, before you lose the rest of your audience, okay? No, my kidding. people, my people are my people. No, so the thing is with this for me, it's the it, I can see behind this. To this is someone, maybe most likely a female, but whatever that ha, obviously works in the corporate America and has an image that she or he believe their corporate people don't do, which is to me, the funniest thing in the world. Because if you've ever watched like Wolf of Wall Street or any of those names that you just said, the corporate people, when they are not being filtered, when they are being authentically themselves, I'm going to tell you 90% of them still curse. I'm going to tell you 90% of them love when they are on their own out of the, the view of what people think they should be doing. Corporate people are taken and filtered and modified and dressed in the same outfit. Like it's like Handmaid's Tale when you look in a corporate office. Everyone's walking around in a blue suit. I just got it. Yeah. I just got it. Here it is. You ready? The whole theme of this is I, I would much prefer if you guys were more professional, right? That's, that is her, her- You got the wrong podcast. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just got it. I just got it. Her whole point is I want you to be professional. Yeah. Okay. If I walk into a restaurant, I don't want the waiter to say to me, hey, you want a fucking table? <laughs> it's not professional. I am in a professional setting. If I walk in to meet my attorney for the first time, I don't want him to say to me, oh, what the fuck's... I don't know why it's Italian all of a sudden. Oh, what the fuck's up with you? I don't want that because it's not professional. So I agree that there are things that are professional right. and there are things that are not professional. This platform is not designed to be a professional platform. Thank you. This platform is designed for two people, a husband and wife, to have a real conversation about life, challenges, um, wins, failures in a real and authentic way. It is not a professional setting. Right. When you put me on a stage in my network marketing company, I'm, I'm not swearing because I know it's unprofessional. It's unprofessional there. in that venue. Unless you're so, now this unless is, you're Tony Robbins. Listen, this is another conversation. Gary V has talked about this at length. He he said when this is a great conversation. I'm glad we just had this. 
they asked him, he's, he's getting, he gets $250,000 a speech now. Okay. And he's worth every penny of it because he, he changes the room in three minutes. He's really good. He has people who want to pay him a half a million dollars or a million dollars to do a keynote. Okay. With one caveat. They don't want him to swear. You can't curse. He, in the early years, took it and he said, okay, I'll do the best I can. But then realized he couldn't do him. Right. He couldn't say to, he couldn't say something like, um, you know, somebody will say, well, you know, Gary V, you work too much, you get no sleep. And he'll respond and say, hey, Dick, I get eight hours a night. What's your excuse now? Yeah. He can't say that when he's getting paid to say it because somebody is telling him not to. So now he has held a hard line, which is what I'm trying to do here. He has held a hard line and said, this is me. Don't try and change me. And when that line was held, everybody went, okay, great. Got it. Now he's getting the million dollars and people are like, he's going to curse. If you want Gary to come, he's cursing. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a hypothesis here, okay? If you look at the American um, kind of thing. I'm, I'm not going to throw other countries into it because I don't know what they do with cursing. I can only speak for America, like in my experience there. We were founded right on this puritanical kind of thing. And so there's a lot of that puritanical belief in America. You don't do this and you don't do that and you do the right thing and you don't curse and you don't, and all, all those little things. But we also have one of the highest stress rates in the world. We have some of the most mental, like the mental health issues in America far outweigh what is seen around the world. And yet we want to shove people into these boxes and say, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do that, you can't do that. The ability to express yourself in whatever vocabulary you choose, the ability to share your actual feelings in whatever way you want to. Everybody's getting canceled. Everybody is getting shut down. You can't say this. You can't do this. You can't, can't, can't. Everything is being censored right now. And at the same time, there's this, everybody wants authenticity. It is the most competing thing that, so if you're someone in the public eye, even for us, as minimal public eye as we are, right, on this platform of podcasting, we have people who, I get emails, please don't talk about politics again. Why do you hate America? Why why are you swearing? I get so many emails of shooting. And then on the other side, I get equal amount of authenticity and that. And so I think the two pull each other apart. So when you have this pull between this editing, censoring, shutting people up, canceling them for their opinion, and then on the other hand, you have, I really need you to be authentic and do you, sister, and don't let anyone dim your sparkle and all that shit. And you're the person in the middle of that, in the public eye, what do you do? Do you do you and risk being canceled, censored, and turned off? Or do you be authentic? It's like people put you in this box. And by the way, the people that are are screaming on both sides are literally the same fucking people. Okay. Now, I will want to add something that falls into the, um, falls into her category, which is her category, her, her objection is more about it being professional or not professional, but I'm going to, I'm going to give her something that I think is, is appropriate here. And that is 
I think it is important for somebody who is a communicator, as we are on this podcast, to not lean so heavily on cursing that you can't illustrate a point effectively without cursing. So there is a side where you can go too much in the other direction where it, where, you know, imagine doing an interview with Tony Soprano and it's like, this fucking guy comes in the fucking room. And well, fucking, just, you did an interview and, with one guy that was exactly. just like that. And so you can go, I wouldn't call it unprofessional because I don't think it's, un, I don't think that's the right word, but if you don't have in your arsenal, the ability to communicate effectively without leaning on a curse word in every other sentence, then your ability to, to be persuasive, to be communicative, is uh, it just isn't there. And then you need some work there. But, but, but that's not her point. Her point is, I don't want to hear any of it. But hold on. So one more thing, and then we'll wrap this up because I think this is a big part of it. She mentioned in in the, what do you call it? The review, mm. that she had recommended this to her other professional friends and they complained about the same thing. And so this is interesting because there's an ego in this. I love this podcast. You should listen to it. They get the podcast. There's swears in it. You recommended a podcast to me with swears in it? That's not kind. That that's not professional. And so there's there has to be a bit of an ego bruise where it's like, so if you're if you're in this professional environment and you're expected to, on the appearance of things, be the person that's so professional and I don't swear and I wear the blue suit and I do all the things perfect and I go up the flagpole and circle back around, right? So you you have that box and then you give someone a DVD that's like triple X, <laughs> you know? And all of a sudden it's like, oh, who are you? Who are you? Because now I thought you were this perfect person that fit in this box and didn't do any of these things. Now, this is interesting. Did, did the, that make sense? It made perfect sense. Now, let me give you the other end of this. This is really interesting. That person who, okay, so let's say this person gives the, the, gives the referral of our podcast to somebody else. The other person is like, yeah, you know, there was a lot of cursing. That other person probably is listening to shows like Joe Rogan, Howard Stern, Gary Vee, Tony Robbins, all of those other things, but isn't having an issue with it. But when it's received from the fellow attorney in the office or the fellow CPA or the fellow Fortune 100 world, they also have to have the same, oh, there was a lot of cursing in that. But meanwhile, they're listening to Joe Rogan privately or- And not caring. And not giving a shit. Or they're secretly watching, you know, the triple X movie, but the other person, so there's this, there's this other life that they're living, but I am going to only unveil to you my corporate professional face. Because it probably came with a disclaimer. I want you to listen to this podcast. It's really good, but they swear too much. It mm. probably came with a disclaimer. So the, the referral source wasn't tainted, right? I think we did it. I think we did it. Okay, so at the end of the day, here's your homework, okay? So you can say, you, you, if you can listen to this and if you're like, yeah, they're swearing and I know I'm gonna get 800 more emails, but yeah, they're swearing, da, 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 da. Go back, think about my Lego, okay? I want you to step on a Lego. What did you say? 
Do you value authenticity? And if you actually care about learning about the science of swearing instead of just sending me a message telling me not to do it, then go listen to the podcast with Joe Rogan and Dr. Andrew Weil on the science behind swearing or just do a Google search because you'll find Harvard studies on this and they're really interesting and it might just drop a little F-bomb into your life. And by the way, if you don't want to hear swear, like don't please- Swipe up. Kim is going to have a completely opposite opinion. If you don't want to hear us curse- Turn it off. Don't fucking listen to the show. No, I agree with that. Okay. Yeah, but, if you don't like it, go somewhere else. It's fine. It, I yeah, I, I don't I don't care. need your letter. Okay? Oh, oh, you, well, you want the letter? No, I don't want the letter. I don't want the letter. I don't have time for that. All right, don't send the letter. Don't okay. send the letter. Okay, have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.